What up, everybody? Episode 76. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bobble Buffoons Podcast. All right, I noticed it this time. <laughs> I did the finger. It's like a. I did the. You gotta wind well, it up. Whip it up. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I. I don't know. That's that's how I know it's time. That's how I do my silent countdown, and then you, and then you hold I, the one. I hold the one. Okay, that, you, okay, that's what it is. That's it, man. There you go. I'm I'm very observant. You are. I've been I, taking notes. I have done that probably 50 <laughs> times, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do any of that junk. Oh, buddy. Uh, back again. Back again. We're gonna hit some more Matthew 13. It yes. was. We have a lot going on yesterday, today with the pods. Mm. I say yesterday today because we're recording this the, the day, day after yesterday. The day seventy five came out, we're recording. We're recording. Yes. I'm gone all next week. Disney World Land. Uh, we're Disney. No, we're, we're California to Florida. Florida, California. No, we're just go, we're just going to Florida. Great American Road Trip. Please no. Uh, we're just going. Yeah, we're going to Disney. I'll be out all next week, so we kind of did this. But here's the deal. We were almost kind of like, we don't know what to do for our second podcast. We can figure this out. Yesterday was a calamity. Then technology took care of that for us. Guys, yesterday, episode 75 was a banger of an episode. It was legit. We kind of ended on a high note, and then Chris gave me these eyes and said, uh-oh. It was bad. It's not his fault. It's our it's our dumb MacBook Air's fault. We both got these stupid little computers. They're not they're not they're not built for power. <laughs> they're just built to just walk around airports with and just Apparently. do nothing. Not like, not not power. I like I'm trying to figure out how to drop this. Mm. So I have to get you a just new see one. what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to figure out when that. Oh, sorry, I gotta get a new computer. <laughs> Jacob, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry, and buddy. He totally is. <laughs> sorry, buddy. He's he's <laughs> he's contacting his attorney about the fraud you just admitted to. <laughs> I don't think that's fraud. I'm not. <laughs> you're a liar. One of our good friends helps our church out finance wise and looks at our numbers. And if I said, Jacob, I need another few grand for a new computer. I'd be like, what's the other one? <laughs> He's like, I know the evidence. You told me you're going to break it on the camera. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not going to break this one. Um, wink, but wink. It did, it did <laughs> but what happened if I left on top of my truck? <laughs> it did. It, my computer did freak out. And, and we lost uh, probably 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it was the best 15 or and 20 it was. minutes. So let me we, know if you could tell what we had to sit here and do the sound some, engineering and some finagling, make it sound normal. But so what it did do though, yeah. was it gave us Prolonged. Sort of a, a, um, a nice landing spot for part one. And now we're going to try to pick back up. Yeah. Part two. I think we can. And you know what? It was a great thing. It, Cause we even said, there's no way we can recreate that, Mm-mm. but do we want to? It's, it's, it's a new thing now. It's a new... God is we're doing just, a new thing. Mm, yeah. Like, we're mm, fine. And I forgot what I said anyways. I even deleted that recording. I could have went back and listened to it. Try, but to, try to bring it no, back. No. Yeah. You know what? We're going to... Spirit's new. It's a, it's a new day. Hey, we had something to say yesterday. I got something to say we're today. Have something to say today. <laughs> it might be... Might be I, it may be good, maybe right. bad. That's right. But we got... We're going to... Basically, we're going to say something. We're, we always do. <laughs> There's not much Whether you, you like it or not. Not we, much you can plan on in this world. But if, I was going to say, there is something they can do to it. And they can <laughs> If the mics are on, we're going to say something. Well, hey, we usually do this at the very end. 
Um, hey, we got Bible Foons on Instagram. Mm. Uh, we do a little bit of that. We got our email uh, at Bible Foons. All this is in the show notes. Yes. So if you go to um, Apple, you look down, you can click and find our Instagram, find our email. Ways to connect. Ways to connect with us. But more importantly, Share this. Yeah. Um, if you like, hey, these guys are goofy. I like them. I learned a little bit about the Bible today. That's what we're trying to do here. So uh, like, review, share, subscribe. Um, we're doing good on our states and our countries. I think we're at 30 states and 40. Nope. 30 countries, 40 states, which is pretty good. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. And we're episode, we're 76 in. Uh, apparently season three. Season we're in the third calendar year of this podcast. Yeah, we. So that's how we decided to do it. We just did it. Yeah. So the new year is a new season. Um, but hey, if you do like it, share it. It is very surprising to me that there are still people that I'm somewhat very close with (laughs) that are like, "You have a podcast?" Yeah. Because I don't do a good job sharing it either. I'm not surprised, but like I don't say it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I should probably tell people too. So I'm gonna share it too, guys. He's gonna share it. I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna share people at Disney. Oh my goodness. When they're telling you, can I get a shirt on. made? Sure. You know, we got that thing, that platform what that you, you can just print thing? one shirt. I know, but I need it by, by, um, Sunday. No, that ain't happening. Sharpie. Maybe a little buddy. No, I don't know if I can get it that fast. Sharpie. You could just make your own shirt and just color it. Iron on? Yeah, sure. Do they still have those things? Cricket? I don't know. What's a cricket? It's a little thing that cuts out designs. I don't know. If, I don't know. Oh yeah. I do remember that. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> all right we're going we're starting off great um well, all right guys well hey we're so we're gonna jump back into matthew 13 kind of give you a little recap if you didn't listen to last week's episode on parables mm-hmm. parable parable muscle there's all these greek hebrew words mm-hmm. um basically what it means is like to cast alongside which yeah. means like to tell a parallel story this is kind of like that. Yeah, you got these two realities. You got a kingdom reality and then sort of this physical reality aside. It's trying to connect that kingdom reality to something that you can see and feel and understand. I had a thought, though, yesterday after after we finished. Yeah. Like, I wonder if there's another reason behind this, too. Like, there, you know, even in Matthew chapter 13, there's a couple of... Uh, reasons given for why Jesus oh, yeah. teaches in parables and and those are those are really interesting and some of them are kind of different and give yeah, you different yeah, aspects. Yeah. But I wonder too, like, you know, I talked a little bit yesterday about these three different groups of people that Jesus is kind of interacting with. The positive group who are accepting and affirming who he is, this neutral group who isn't really sure, and then this negative group who are totally against him. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, trying not, to scheme not long to, after yeah. this are going to try to set up a way to kill him. I wonder too if he's speaking in sort of these mysterious sort of parable kind of ways because he's not ready to reveal himself fully to all three of these groups of people. You know, uh, all throughout the Gospels, Jesus is healing people, but he's like, but hey, don't tell anybody. But don't go tell anybody. Quite and, he's, yet. and he's silencing demons. He's like, they say, you're the son of God. He's like, shut up. Don't tell anybody. I yeah. just wonder if, if, you know, because if you're trying to Ooh. relate these truths to multiple been- audiences... You've been thinking. I, I was just like, I wonder, you because for some yes. reason, I don't have a good sense of why, but for some reason, Jesus knew that he wanted to tell these people, but yeah. these people might not need to know quite he yet. He like cloaked yeah. some of his ministry in this mystery, which, you know, we love the mystery. We, we embrace yeah, yeah, that around yeah. here. 
Um, but it's like, I wonder if there's an element of that to it. He's like, I can tell these stories and share these truths without coming out and saying, oh yeah, and I'm God and I'm not who you thought I was going to be and so on and so forth. That kind of thing. Because maybe he said, as soon as I start making these claims, I'm dead. this group, yep. it's going to be a very short time and I still got uh, a little I'm not more ready work yet. to done. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. My time here is not done. Yeah. It, because I, it, it escalates. You know, the closer he gets to boom, his death, boom, boom, the more clear he becomes. Yeah. That was just, that was just a thought I had. Yeah, I mean, I think for sure. I mean, I, I I think there's some truth and there's some, it's neat there to kind of look at that. There you go. I just kind of see that. Anyway, a little, little background yep. on, on our... Uh... So there's about 50 or so parables in the Bible. There's six of them just in this chapter. Yeah. We're not going to hit all six. What I love also is that Jesus also says, this is this explained. Right. He doesn't explain every one of these, mm-hmm. but he does in some of these like... Here's what this means. Yeah. So the people be like, oh, I get it. And Which so, is super cool for us because like Jesus explained and revealed the meaning behind these things to a small group of people. But now we're all given access to these secrets. And, and I like and what he does because, messages. you know, some of these, we, you know, we talked about being a sower. I'm not a farmer. Hmm. He you never would, planted you a little garden? Uh, nope. <laughs> I have not. My wife has been saying for like eight years that she wants a garden, but we don't have one. Um, what was going to say? Uh, yeah. So for us to kind of look into this and he tells these stories. So he does give us, Jesus uses the stories around. I was trying to tell and try to think about this. He over here talks about mustard seed and the leaven bread. And he talks about the weeds and the sower. And he kind of goes, we could read it. And just cause we're adults and understand it. We're like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. But today it would be like, Social media and Amazon. Yeah. Don't or, you know God is like your Amazon order comes a day early and you're like, oh, what? I didn't know it was here. Right? Like he would use things that we yeah. would know of. Yeah. Um, intersections, travel. You know, he would use those things. And there he did the same thing. But for us, we're a little disconnected from it because we don't, we're not all of us farmers and we don't all use this. Not, not um, quite as much of an agricultural Soci- well, we here, used to be. Yeah. here, I mean, I mean, yeah. if you're reading this in the Midwest somewhere, you're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When I throw my wheat out, when I throw my wheat out, my wheat of my a tractor, mm-hmm. tra- <laughs> out of my tractor, it it's, all very, it's all very biblical. <laughs> yeah. uh, on them. All right. So we talked about um, the purpose of the parables and he kind of says, says, look, if you hear, you listen, some of you hear it, but you don't listen. We mm. talked about those two different things, hearing and listening mean different things, but an understanding. Yeah. And understanding is yeah. the big thing. Like if you get it, you kind of have to understand it. Yep. Um, so he does the sower, rocky ground, good ground, thorny ground, uh, the pathway of just saying, basically we said like, how are you preparing your heart? Check your heart. AKA the ground in yeah. this. Are you rocky? Are you on the path? Are you good soil? Uh, is your heart prepared to listen and to, uh, uh, um, engage with Jesus today. Mm-hmm. God, that's basically what you're saying there. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to jump on. I think we're going to hit, I'm going to say 2.5. Oh yeah. Cause the third one is kind of like the second one. So we'll do a 2.5 <laughs> today. We'll jump in there. So let's jump to 13, Matthew 13 verse 31. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He put another parable before them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like, again, this is like that. Mm -hmm. So he's saying right there, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of the seeds, but when it has grown, it is larger than all the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures. And yours says what? 50 pounds. 50 pounds. Which uh, is a uh, lot of flour. <laughs> I mean, I buy dog food by 50 pounds sometimes. That's a big bag. That's a big old bag. Yeah. Um, hidden the measure, hidden in three measures, 50 pounds of flour till it was all leavened. I think that back. We basically have four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not two point five. We have two and two. Yeah. All right, so here we go. We got two things. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, I don't deal with agricultural gardening, especially mustard seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I'm not a baker. But I like mustard, <sighs> and I like bread. I do not like mustard, but I do like bread. <gasps> I like mustard on one thing. What is it? Crystals. Mmm, tasty. It just completes it. Absolutely. Uh, <coughs> mustard makes me cough. Even talking about it makes me cough. <laughs> It does. I don't know. You're allergic to mustard. I'm not. It's just something. I don't know. Anyways, mm. I'm, I'm I'm adult. I will eat mustard. I'm not like, take this burger bag. It has mustard. I will eat it. But um, anyways, so we have mustard and we have the leavened bread. Um, and I like this. He says, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. Mm. That this little bitty thing, what you may not know or think about. Or really can kind of comprehend. You're like, oh, this is really insignificant in my life. It's not. Mm. It can grow and make bigger and bigger. So I think there's a few different ways of looking at this. One, kingdom of heaven working in your life. But then I also think where the tables have turned is you working for the kingdom of heaven in your own environment. Mm-hmm. And how do those two play out? I don't want to read too much into this. Yeah. Uh, or not like read too much. I don't want to interject myself and my own thoughts into this, Yeah, but I think it plays out here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to me, the two big things that jump out in, in, in these, this pair of parables mm. is uh, significance, you know, your own significance, the significance of <laughs> yes. your actions. Yes. Uh, but then, you know, what is the kingdom of God like? You know, that's, that's how it, how he starts yeah. it off. Uh, but thinking about significance, it's so easy for us to uh, get so big picture in life that we miss the little interactions that we have on a daily basis, the, the little opportunities that we have. And and what I read here is that the kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God, is built on all these tiny little things that happen that yeah. create impact and that... Uh, create transformation in people's lives that on their own may not seem like very much. The interaction that you have with your son on the yeah, way to school yeah. may not seem like that big a deal, but it's crafting, it's building. It's like these blocks that come together to create this whole new way of humans to deal with one another that Jesus is like bringing into the world here. And so it's so easy for us to not think about things in that way. But like Jesus is going out of his way to say, look how tiny this thing is. But with God, with God doing something with it, this tiny thing turns into this beautiful, glorious tree bush thing. I don't know what a mustard tree bush looks like. But it's big enough that a bird bird can rest in. (laughs) 
Um, but then sort of the second part for me is, you know, Jesus, I think here is addressing the chief misconception about his life and his ministry and about the Messiah. People thought that this was going to be the return of a Davidic king like, who was going to rule an crown, actual kingdom, yes. overthrow Rome, restore Israel, and on and on and on. Power. Think power. Yes. These people were looking for a powerful man to come in and physically save them. And Jesus, in these two parables together, is saying, you've missed it. The kingdom of God is not this hammer that's going to come down and rewrite yeah. all the wrongs that have happened historically to the people. No, the kingdom of heaven is like this yeast, this tiny little microscopic <laughs> thing that you can't even see, but it's alive and it's moving and it's working. And, and the way this kingdom is going to work is not by military conquest, not by political power, not by social power, but it's going to work by spreading from person to person through loving act to loving act grace to grace and that's how the kingdom of god is going to be established not by power but by loving one another in a new and radical way yeah and that's coming directly at the misconception that even his closest disciples had about him that they thought he was coming back to reinstitute the kingdom of israel and he's like, you missed this. This is a different, yeah. This is a whole different deal. Well, and the whole deal with like leaven in the yeast bread, it's quietly mm -hmm. working from the inside right. out and not this deal. So, yeah, so I just want to piggyback on the two things that you said. I think it was great. I didn't want to stop you in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. um, when we talk about the seed, the mustard seed, planting the seed, I like what you talked about. And we talked about this multiple times of, what about the aspect of watering it? Mm. And so you said, hey, all these little insignificant things that we don't think that are big add on and they build and they grow and they kind of form and they make just like bricks, just like Legos. I think about myself like piece by piece. And then here in a little bit, you're like, oh, we have something here. So for you as a parent, for you as a sibling, as a spouse, as a friend, like those little bitty moments can mean a lot mm. in their building blocks. And if you want to go back to the parable of the sower, it's growing those roots down deeper. That is, that, that is grow every little conversation, every little hug, high five. Hey, I'm with you. God's with you. All that is just growing those roots deeper. Mm. And it's good. We, especially when it comes like student ministry, we look for, and I've now found this out, but we look for like going to camp and going to Honduras and going to the winter retreats and our fall retreats and our summer things and our mission trips. And we're like, these are big God moments. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty clear. And you're like, oh yeah, that was a big moment. But those happen four or five times a year. Right. Yeah, 52 weeks. Yeah. But what about the one-on-one -on -one conversation or the text message or just hey, what's up in church? Those little bitty things that you have. And it's like, hey, this is also building it. So yeah. don't think that like all the time when I talk to parents, it's like, well, I don't know how to have a conversation about this or that. Like it doesn't have to be the deepest, longest Bible study in the world. It could be a sentence. Mm. It could be a little bit there. That's going to be good to help grow them as well.
and then know that it's going to water and other yeah. people are going to water it too. So that's all about community. Who do you have that's going to help water that seed and that plant to help grow? Mm. Um, so you want those people around you that yeah, are like minded sure. and kind of help you out. Um, and then with the mustard seed and the leaven, sorry, and the leaven and the bread, it's that something that's so small that just takes over every little thing from the inside out. And I just love that analogy because I don't bake. I don't know what this is like. <laughs> uh, but yeast is like you almost can't even see it. It's so small. Yeah. And it just takes over. And what I like about this is one, one reason why I don't like baking mm. is they're like, Make the dough, knead the dough, let's sit for four hours. Now do it again. Let's sit for 30 minutes. Now do this. Come to room temperature. I'm like, this takes me 12 hours to make a loaf of bread. I'm mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. down for this. It takes time. Yes. And in our society, we're about like, no. I'm going to go buy some bread. I'm going to go buy some bread. I want <laughs> this right now, right? Yeah. Like I would rather, I want popcorn, pop it now, done, one minute. I have a, I have a meal. Like that's a meal. I have a, I have a treat. <laughs> I'd. I did eat popcorn for a meal yesterday. It's got got popcorn on the brain. I did eat popcorn for a whole meal yesterday. Um, But with this leaven, it takes time and it works and it moves. And even you may not even could see it right away. Mm -hmm. And so with God in the spirit, don't expect a prayer on a Tuesday night and a Wednesday morning. Things have changed. Yeah. Now God can do it. Right. But it's not always that Mm -hmm. it may take time. It may take a little bit longer for it to kind of grow. Uh, um, but it should. And so what I like about that is that again, just a side part of this, the yeast in that bread, it takes over every inch of that bread. Yes. It's not like, well, we're going to have half yeast, half not. Right. It's every single thing. So for you, how are you putting God in his compartment in his silo in your life? He's like, no, the kingdom of heaven is, is going to take over every single thing. Mm, yeah. So for you, where are the areas where you're like, God, I want, I want all of you, God, except for this. Yeah. You got to think about it. And, and for them, it's almost the same. What, right. So if he's talking to this, to the Pharisees or people, they would kind of get this. And it's like, Hey, you want me, you want me because I heal you. Right, right, right. You want me because I'm going to make things better for mm-hmm. you. But, if you want me, you got to have all of it. You me. get all of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you don't get Jesus light. Yeah. Right. You don't get the Holy Spirit light. You get the whole thing. Yeah. I like how, uh, uh, I, it, it, you know, the stories in multiple gospels, but when Jesus is, is, uh, feeding people in a miraculous way, yeah. uh, I think it's in John, you know, he, he talks about, you know, you, you want me around because yeah. you like to eat. Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot more going on here than, than what you can understand. And we're the same way. It's like, uh-huh. I don't, I, I don't, I want Jesus to fix this situation, but do I really want him to be the Lord of my life? Well, yeast works like that. It's, it's like, if, 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 Lord I, of everything. if I say yes, then, then it's no holds barred, you know, it's, <laughs> it's just, let's go. Yeah. All right. So the mustard seed, leaven. Anything else to add to this? No, that's good. That was good. Just, hey, again, the quick little notes. Everything you do, every little interaction, conversation, know that you are building or you're digging the roots deeper for yourself and for your kids and for your neighbors and for your friends and for your family. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't think your little in, like your little tweet you want to send, your little text message of a Bible verse, do it. It's all great things. Yeah. Um, 
And then let God into every aspect of your life, not just the parts that you want him to be in. All right, so we're going to jump ahead. Those are two kind of very similar back to back. We're going to jump a little bit to uh, two that are, again, very, very similar to uh, verse 44 and 45. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you mind reading the, or just those? Sure. We can talk about this. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. Then in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of a fine pearl. When he found one priceless pearl, he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Okay. feel a little different. You got a pearl. Again, I'm not a pirate. I don't know much about pearls. I'm not a fisherman. You went, you went pirate. I did go pirate. <laughs> I don't know why I went I pirate. Know where, where, I got Pirates of the Caribbean on my head. I'm going to Disney next week. Okay. Or would you listen to this now? Yeah. I'm around this now. Uh, and then the treasure buried in the field. Maybe that's why. Treasure. Yeah, yeah buried treasure. I, I had, had a pirate. Oh, Jack Sparrow's treasure. I don't treasure. think there's pirates that we know of in this time. They were robbers. Yeah, I mean, there was stuff like Similar. that. But I, I, yeah, I don't think the Jack Sparrow-ish was yeah. there. Um, yeah, this is, this one makes a lot of sense to me. And I look at it and go, yeah. But then when you think about what is actually happening, mm. happening, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Would I do this? Mm. If it was money, like this parable says, mm-hmm. or value, you'd say a no-brainer. Right. Right? So if you knew there was land over there, something, you, you were out here hunting, and then you found something, and you're like, I'm going to bury this again. No one owns this land. But if I sell my house and my car and my wife's car and everything we own so I can buy this land, I'm going to have 10 times as much money, right? Because right. this is so much valuable. Yeah, I will risk that because I know that there's going to be that big reward. But if it's like, would, would you do that for the kingdom of God? Mm. We like to say yes, because it's a better reward. It's 10 times. It's a million times. It's infinity times better than my life. Now I want to do that. But I'd be selling my car and my house tomorrow. Mm. Are we throwing everything away for the kingdom of God right now? Yeah. And that's the daily struggle of shedding earthly, worldly things to get the kingdom of God, that you'll give it all away. Right. I'll do everything I can. Like, I will fight, I will claw and run and do everything I can for the kingdom of God. Yeah. How does that play out in your life every day? Yeah. I I appreciate... It seems like in in these two parables specifically, Jesus is kind of like trying to drop this veil uh, that that covers people's eyes, and he's showing how things really are. And what he's saying is, your your vision is limited, your perspective oh, okay. is limited. You cannot see things as they truly are. So you need to trust me when I tell you. That there's nothing more valuable than saying yes to what God is doing, right? Yeah. yeah. And I would flip the question around. I love, I love the question that you yeah. asked. I would flip it around and I would say, "What won't you give up if oh, God oh, is calling you oh, to yeah. give it up?" Oh yeah. That's that's the question here. It's like if you do an evaluation of your life and you say, "Yes, I want to follow Jesus," but there's one thing that you're not willing to give up. How valuable is that thing to you? Oh, yeah. Like, and and I, I just like to flip that around. 
But uh, well, I think that's for all of us every day. I yeah. think there's different levels, right? So you'd say, and I don't know if there should be different levels, but it's just just what pops in my head is. Yeah, I'm gonna give everything up to get baptized and to do that and to and to say I love Jesus and I go to church and I'm here every day and I give money to it and I do that. And I say I'm a Christian and yeah, I do the the best I can, but I do it okay. But he's saying, What yeah, what is that one thing in this level? And it's like every day you have to make that choice mm. of is this worth it or is this worth it? Mm-hmm. Do I go do this and this? And so I was talking to our teens last night. We were talking about reading the Bible and having this conversation with God. Um, and we had some of the teens say, like, I just hate reading. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Like, <laughs> I'm super dyslexic. It hurts my head. Yeah. But I know it's important. Right. And so for them, they're like, I, I, I just don't like it. I just don't get it. I, I, I don't. And they're sixth graders. I'm yeah. not talking about. But they're just like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, if you think that knowing and serving God is that important. You're going to read a chapter today. Yeah. Well, I don't have to No, You're going to make time. You're going to find time to pray. You're going to find time to read. You're going to find time to connect. You're going to find time to serve. If it's that important, Mm. you will not go play golf. You will not watch Netflix for the fifth show in (laughs) a row. You will not do these things. You're like, no, I'm going to take time to connect and to learn and to be in this kingdom. Yeah. And every day we got to make that decision. Yeah. So if we think it's very valuable, then treat it like it's very valuable. Right. Treat it, treat it that way in your life yeah. with how you spend your time and your money and your resources and all those things. Yeah. There's one part of this that jumped out to me, maybe like for the first time, but it, it fits into uh, my overall perspective on kind of what it means to follow Jesus. Ooh, I think I know what you're going to say. In 44. Yep. You know, he finds this treasure. And then then his, then in his joy, I just saw, yeah, in his joy, he, was he sells ha- everything, get rid of it all. I think when people hear stuff like this, there's uh, fear sometimes that what is God going to ask me to give up? You know, what if it's something that I really love or whatever? And what I try to live out in my own life and what I try to tell other people is that the the life that god wants for you is the best life that you could have he only wants to remove things that are standing <laughs> in the way of that life and this isn't like a health and wealth kind of yeah. thing i'm talking about a refining process that god sees you and he knows you deeper than you know yourself and if god is asking you to take something out of your life it's because it shouldn't be there well, and it's a kingdom of heaven life, not yeah. an earthly life. And so we are still stuck in that health, wealth wants this. But he yeah. wants to get everything, remove everything away. He wants to prune. He wants to cut. Mm-hmm. He wants to tear down everything that is stopping you from having the best kingdom of heaven life right. here on earth yeah. and then with him ultimately. Yeah. It's like, don't don't be afraid of that. Like, it might, yeah. it might now, be uncomfortable. It might be hard, but like... If God is working you through something like that, it's for your good. That's what I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has because he knows that there's something greater at the end. Yeah. Now he's not saying I'm going to go sell it and I'm going to sit here and be like, God, what's going on? He's like, no, I have a goal in mind and that goal is heaven. And that goal is this better deal. Um, 
yeah do you do you go do all that stuff same in 45 again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it it's the same thing what are you willing to give up sell do to say no it's for a better life mm-hmm. and in your joy go and do those things mm-hmm. i love that i love that that's I think this one applies a lot to today. Mm-hmm. I think that these two here hit home on just kind of preparing your heart, preparing your way and what's going on. Just trying to have kingdom vision versus whatever human earthly vision we can have. It's just a whole different way of looking at the world. And then what are you going to do about it? Yeah. It doesn't say he sees it and he sits back and goes, okay, that looks cool. It's like, no, I run in a cell and I do that stuff. If stuff is that important, there was a story. Yeah. Penn and Teller. Is it Penn? Yeah. I may have said this on the podcast, like episode four. Who knows? Uh, which the What's the bigger guy? Penn? That's Penn. Penn Gillette? No. Penn Gillette? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah, bigger guy. He's a big atheist. Yeah. Like, v- like vocal about not living a God, big atheist. And he told this story before. Of this guy who, after a show, waited and waited and waited to talk to him, like in the meet and greet line and all this stuff. And at the very end of it, I think like gave him like a little Bible, like a little New Testament NIV Bible, whatever, and said, I, I truly care for your heart and Jesus is the way. And just kind of tells about the gospel and yeah. says he loves him and all that stuff. And he goes, I, this is it. And I think Pim was on a podcast or something like that and was just talking about it and saying... I have more respect for that guy. He goes, I don't believe a thing that he says, <laughs> but he knows that I'm against it. And this guy truly believes that this is the best way for his life. And this is the truth. He wants everyone to have that truth. Mm. And he goes, even to somebody that he knows that is verbally against him, he's like, I still got to tell him. Mm. I still got to try. Yeah. And he was like, man, I give more credit to that guy than those other people that say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but you don't care about like, I'm not going to talk to you about this. I think about this deal here when selling everything. It's like, if you truly believe that this is the life, this is the way, then you're going to do this. And you're going to look silly and you might look silly. It might be awkward. It might be weird, but it's like, how are you not telling people? How are you not here? He sold everything to get this one thing. Yeah. That's true. Then you will get rid of your shame or your guilt or your embarrassment or your things and say, I'm going to do this for the kingdom and for other people to know it as well. Yeah. Our, our pride oh, is geez. the last thing we'll sell. Uh, well, I mean, that's like <laughs> the root of all evil. That's the root of all sin is pride. If you want to look at these verses and see that, yeah, you know, they gave everything. The last thing that you're going to be willing to give is your pride. Mm. So until you're willing to sacrifice looking cool, <laughs> being, yeah. you know, relevant or whatever, mm-hmm. That's your, that's your last possession is your, is your pride. And when you're willing to give that to God, that's when growth and, and, and this, Ooh, this yeast will really start to spread in your <laughs> well, life. And that works deeper. It is probably easier for somebody in our church, our church, churches, church, yeah. right? To sell their house mm-hmm. than it is for them to get rid of their pride. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, you know what? I will, I will sell my house for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Get rid of your pride. <sighs> yeah. I don't know if I can't like that. Yeah, I, that, I, yeah. I think that's the last, that's your last possession that a lot of people will hold back. 
and say, I'll give God a lot of things, but I'm not going to. I think that we got a, I think we got a book coming. Uh Oh, I think your last possession. I think, I think there's, that has been written <laughs> 7,000 times. Uh, yeah, true, 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 true. And that's what Jesus. Hey, and, that, and that's me. Oh, that's I, me speaking to me. Oh, absolutely. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. That is me speaking. That is me not pointing fingers at anybody else. That, I'm not I, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that about you. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. That is uh, that is me speaking. Well, to that's me. every. I mean, that's every human because yeah. there because there is a war with the evil one mm. that is trying to say, ah, uh-uh, you're the best. You're the best. You deserve yeah. it. You need to uh, don't get rid of that. That's the last thing you got. So there's a lot, a lot going on there. I was thinking this might be a, a topic for another day, but it, it goes along with what we're saying. I, I've been thinking about men's ministry and here and, you know, men's ministry kind of always sort of takes on this sort of battle. We're soldiers. I don't oh. know, you know, and like preparing for the battle of life. Well, if you listen to another podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that was very popular about a church. Um, but I was, I, and, and I do think that we have to prepare ourselves for battle. But you want to know what I think the greatest battle a man is going to fight in his life? It is the, hard. the battle against his own ego. Oh, yeah. That's the battle we need to be preparing for. You can talk about culture wars and all this other stuff, but like until you can deal honestly with yourself, all the rest of that is sort of beside the point. You know, I think. Uh, oh, we dream about standing up and fighting for somebody on the bus or somewhere like, no, I will defend. I I will, I will be there. No, we want men to lead church. We want, and you're right. We do. And I love all that stuff too. I'm all like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. I love being on a team. Like, yeah, I want to be on a team. I want to be a warrior. I played GI Joe's when I was a kid. Like, let's go fight somebody in the name of Jesus. Right. Let's go do those things. But you're right. The strongest fight is going to be one-on-one you and God quietly mm-hmm. working on yourself. Yeah, that's right. I, that's what I believe. And least. you don't get the credit. Mm-mm. Nobody's going to pat Walmart, you on the back for fighting that battle. Helping an old lady out yeah. from someone being mean, being like, I'm going to stand, I'm going to do this. People are like, oh, look at him. Yeah. But for you spending hours in prayer, no one's going to... Nobody's going to write no. you a letter of congratulations for that. No, but <laughs> they're going to see it. Yeah, that will produce fruit. Will, that will produce the, yeah. the fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, absolutely. See, we landed in a totally different place Man. Than when we did the show, but I think it's just as good. See, this is totally different. We our yesterday podcast again was a it was great at the end. This one went totally different. Yeah, compl- a totally different topic. <laughs> All right, guys, for the next weeks, we're going to do Matthew 13 every week. <laughs> Just see what happens. Just see what happens. <laughs> Just see what happens. I'm kidding. Uh, please don't. Uh, well, hey, again, I've already said this. Rate, review, subscribe, all those cool things. Rap, 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 rap. Hey, share this with a friend. Uh, yeah, we hope you guys are doing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for listening. Get yeasty. And... <laughs> Just let it uh, rise. We should have should have should have turned us off earlier. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys have a great great day. Uh, thank y'all for supporting us, and we will catch y'all next week. Bye, friends. See ya.